This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get Amplified. Hello, hello, Amplify You, Michelle Abraham, your host here today with an Ask the Expert interview. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to introduce you to NK Herman. NK, how are you doing today? I'm very well indeed. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Well, let me tell our audience a little bit more about you, NK. NK is a business coach, an online tech expert, and author of Taming the Tech Monster. I love this because I uh, love, love, love this whole technology piece that, and it is so clear when you say Taming the Tech Monster, what you mean by this, Uh, because we all know when we start our businesses, it goes crazy. So Anki started her uh, entrepreneurial journey in 2004 when she quit her job as a software developer in the UK and moved to Spain and started a sewing business. That's an amazing journey. I love it. She soon realized that building a business is really like a creative process, the same as sewing a dress or developing software. It's a magical mix, mix of vision, skill, and soul. She now helps coaches and educators demystify the online tech to confidently build their business online. In a highly effective way that is both playful and methodical. So, Anke, this is so cool that you're here because so many of our entrepreneurial friends give up, get tangled in the tech, the tech monster eats them, <laughs> they throw in the towel and they walk away. So, I know because I was right there too, and I love tech like you do, and uh, was really help, wanting to help people get over this too. So I love what you're up to and I'm so glad that you're here with us today. So share with us a little bit more about your, about your journey and what you're, what you're doing to help your clients these days. Yeah, I, I'm one of those um, multi-passionate people. Right? And that really is reflected in my somewhat crazy uh, career path, really. <laughs> you know, I, I basically went from a linguist, language teacher, translator, stumbled into software I've always been a maker I'd always liked sewing and making and knitting and lace making and all of these things preferably with fabric or yarn or anything and I really didn't feel comfortable with that like I didn't really I wasn't happy about it I was actually beating myself up like why can't I just stick to one thing why do I have to flutter around and you know change careers change jobs why can't I just settle somewhere until one day it really dawned on me that, you know what, I've actually only ever done one thing. I've only ever taken an idea and transformed it into something tangible in the real world that makes it more beautiful, more helpful, more useful, mm-hmm. you know, taking a vision and bringing it to life, you know, and I'm thinking, well, actually, I've spent the last almost six decades mastering that process of learning and creation Mm. and when I saw that I'm like oh okay (laughs) so now what I do is I take everything I've learned the tech background Mm -hmm. the passion for communication and teaching and 
psychology and basically put all of that onto it on the table creativity, to help my people yeah. <laughs> creativity and and put all my you know everything on the table to help mm-hmm. people you know transform their ideas for an online business into a real thing hmm. it's great because when someone starts an online business I remember in my consulting business they would come to me and be like great um, I have this website now, but I have nobody here. Like they spend like $10,000 in like two years getting this website up. Now that my website's up and then it's like, you they expected a flood of people to come through and they're like, yeah, there's nobody here. So now what do I do? <laughs> it's like, yep, yep. Oh my goodness. Sounds familiar. Yep. Sounds, yeah. sounds... Or they're like, I bought this technology and I bought this technology and this one and this yep. one and this one, and they don't connect together and I don't know what to do with it. And now I'm just going to yep. give up. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's it's very it's very common and and there's really one thing that I've seen. It's common with all the people who are in that boat, mm-hmm. and that is what looks like a tech problem never is. Yes, I love that never. you say this. So right. what? So and what is the problem? I'm curious. Well, the problem is because see, I used to, I used to be a little bit more careful. I like, what hardly ever is because people, oh yeah, but there are error messages, right? So, but the more I look into that direction, the, the more bold I get. Like it really never is, and it really is simply if you feel overwhelmed and confused by all the stuff, it's literally always a signal that you're trying to skip steps. Mm. right and so because if you imagine you go into a hardware shop right Mm -hmm. and you walk in there and somebody comes hey how how can I help you what do you want to do you go well I don't know well (laughs) now the hardware shop's going to be rather (laughs) overwhelming right give you a whole bunch of different things (laughs) well that's the thing and nobody can even help you because you don't know what the heck you want to build Right. right so if you go and say well you know what I need a shelf well now okay that's still, well, where do you go, right? <laughs> you know, but then if you say, well, okay, I want a shelf for inside and I want to store fabric in it. And it needs to be that big, carry that much weight. So now somebody could go, well, actually, you might want to have a wooden shelf. Well, now you can go into that aisle and somebody can actually help you pick the tools, right? right? So it's literally, well, you need to think through what it is you want to create to a little bit more detail than most people have when they start looking at tools because every single time and you'll know it people go oh I want to have an online program what platform do I need I want to start a podcast what microphone do I need Mm -hmm. you don't need any microphone until you have a good answer to the question why anybody would want to listen to you right (laughs) and it's like people jump ahead and don't really and most people come on my website does my head in the part that they don't know how to put the image in the right place that's usually like when you say, okay, when I first come to your website, and so what is it that you do? Mm-hmm. Convince me in three seconds. They don't know, mm-hmm. right? And that's why, like, they don't know what to put there. And then they try and figure out the content and they're trying to learn how the tool works. <laughs> and that gets all too much, right? It's, yeah. like, it's like watching a video on YouTube about, uh, you know, beginnerless French, right? And <laughs> tomorrow you buy a French book and get frustrated because you can't read it. You know, that's, I think, pretty common. Yeah, and I feel like um, the industry itself has not really done much of a service for anyone because there's so much like here's you need webinars, you need a funnel, you need a website, you need a podcast, you need a like there's so many mini pieces of things, but those whole things are all a part of a bigger picture. 
that not a lot of people start at that bigger vision and bigger picture that you're talking about. They go right to the shiny object of the, I want the online course or I want the podcast, but we got to back it up a few steps. So true. So true. And I think you really hit the nail because I think there's, there's a, there's a, there's a part of like what people believe about their own capabilities. You know, there's a bunch of typical (laughs) beliefs that are rather limiting. So that's, that's one thing. The part of skipping ahead is huge but what you just said I think it's probably the biggest that everybody out there whether they sell a tool whether they teach a strategy or a skill or anything everybody sells the sizzle and not sausage everybody takes that oh you need to sell the best you know the, the, the benefit not the features like they take that very seriously so what arrives at people is like oh you need to build your business you know use the power of storytelling because that will get you clients, right? And the next person says, oh, you need, a, you need a webinar. That will get you clients, right? And everybody, it, it always sounds, well, that makes sense. Makes so sense. this is the way. So people get into this, like, it's an either or. It's like if right. you build a house and the, and, the, and the plumber comes and says, oh, well, if you want a good house, you need good plumbing. Well, that makes perfect sense, right? Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, the, and then the, the, the bricklayer comes and says, well, you need to have good walls. You know, the gardener says, well, if you don't have a nice garden, this is going to be a nightmare, you know, and everybody, everybody kind of, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't think in order to build a house, you either use the plumber or you lose the electrician, <laughs> you know, or yeah. you use the, the you know, Whoever else is there, right? The guy who puts the window in, right? You need all of them, but just not all at once, right? And I think that part is really missing. And the other part that's missing is that all these these services and all these products, they're always positioned as if the process of implementing them is a straight line. And that's really, really misleading. Oh, you know, program, we build your business. Week number one, nail your niche. In week number two, develop your signature program. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you don't nail your niche in one week, right? So it's like you're going to go through a number of iterations and it's going to evolve and it's going to take way more time and way more detours and way more, oh, like cul-de-sacs and back. And, you know, it's a lot more fluid and a lot more, there's a lot more creativity and experimenting in there than they make it sound. So these promises really mess with people's expectations and that causes a lot of trouble. Yeah. So if you were to start with a blank slate in a new business idea, or like you have a business, new business, uh, and you're taking it online, what would be the first like five things you do? Well, the first thing is you get clear on, okay, who is this for, right? So what is it that you want to offer? And then you go sell it, <laughs> you know? And then I think because proof that's con- the, thing, the first concept yeah. <laughs> is you validate it because, you know, that's something that I really got to embody to the, like learn to the point of like, that's so ingrained now because software is developed like that. Nobody right. has an idea for a piece of software and then goes and spends two years and pays a bunch of expensive programmers <laughs> for, you know, to, to develop this sophisticated piece of software just to find out, oh, we actually misunderstood something. It doesn't really work like that and people don't want it, right? So you, you start off and build the smallest core piece that you can put in front of people and get that feedback. And then you validate it, you review what you got back and then you adjust, you pivot, you you. And then you go again and you expand and you slowly build it up, build it up, but you 
test and review and adjust early and often, right? And I think if you want to build a business, that's your best bet because you don't want to go and put together these expensive funnels and this and that and complex, but that's what people do. They get lost in that jungle, you know, instead of focusing on validating their idea first. Mm -hmm. And that can be low tech, no tech, whatever you want, but only once you've sold your thing a bunch of times, then you start to develop it. And then you start to focus on making this whole process more efficient and more streamlined for your clients first and then for you too. Yeah, I'm a big fan of um, getting paid to create. <laughs> so yeah, I go out there and think of an idea for a workshop. I put it out there and yeah. say, hey, anyone interested in this kind of workshop? This is the price. Yes. 10 people pay for it. Great. Okay. Well now I'm creating it. Now we will do it and we will record it live and you get the best because it's live and you're there. And then the people after that can have the recording. (laughs) Yeah. 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 In my, in my experience, it's the only, like it's, it's the best way to go about it because you also, because that's the thing is it it doesn't, I mean, if you have a lot of experience and you've been doing this for a while, you probably now have an idea for workshop, that'll, that'll, that'll fly. Right. And you're probably right nine out of 10 times. But if you start out, what you think people might want is probably, you know, that finding that sweet spot where it's like, okay, I, this is what I want to offer and the right people actually want it. Well, that usually takes a few iterations and you don't want to have to go and yeah. build a whole bunch You're of things. You're talking to a bunch of people too, right? Like we're exactly. just doing little mini things with people mm-hmm. to find like, oh, I'm a parenting yeah, coach, yeah. but I actually don't like working with teens. I like working with the toddler parents. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, I think that really takes a little bit of time and testing yeah. too, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's interesting. Uh, so uh, I'm curious as to what your um, thoughts are on doing like a tech detox or a tech a tech or like a subscription <laughs> detox for most entrepreneurs because we are probably oversubscribed to too many different technology pieces and <laughs> subscription tools and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I think actually, you know, Marie Kondo, I always yes. say like you have to review your text like Marie Kondo style. If it doesn't bring your joy, chuck it out. Basically. No, I mean, you do want to, you do want to review a lot of them. Oh, yeah, probably, you know, all these, all these, oh, you need to buy with the end of mine. But it's like, it, des- it definitely, because also, and it doesn't even mean that the decision at the time was wrong. It's just, you know, as you evolve and what you offer and how you offer things, that evolves. So the tools that are right for it, also evolve so it doesn't even it's not like oh you did something wrong at the time it might have been the perfect tool when you got it but now you're doing something different and mm, is that still relevant is that still the best way of of um making your life easier right and you can literally yeah i think you should quite often yeah my team is literally forcing me to do this right now (laughs) They're, they're like I think we have too many subscriptions and too many different things that you're not using. Let's take a look at what we're paying for. <laughs> it's a great idea. So, I mean, yeah. I bet we could probably save 500 bucks a month if we look at really look at what we have yeah, and yeah. what we need and what we don't need. And because I'm always finding new ones to add. So we might as well get rid of the ones we're not using. <laughs> see, you've just pointed something out that I actually also see a lot that people often think taming the tech monster is like that whole idea of, you know, tech is a thing that slows you down building what you want to build. It's not just the tech challenge people. Tech savvy people fall into it too. They just have a different problem, right? They just get, oh, I I, I, exactly, (laughs) I enjoy tinkering. So I kind of, you know, buy all these things and I just kind of spend way too much in details 
rather than validating the idea, right? So it's not just so if you're not getting away just because you're tech savvy, right? Right. AppSumo is a very dangerous place for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything it's like looks a kid so in a good toy there, store. right? Yeah. Oh, that looks awesome. I'm going to get that. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, no. <laughs> but I never use it. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. 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 That's, like a, that's like a kid in the candy shop, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So take us through the process of what you do with your clients. You do like an audit on them to see where they're at or how do you work? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally, totally. It's always like, you know, wait, wait, wait is my middle name. Right? <laughs> so, you know, people will come like, oh, and there's two scenarios that are very, very common. And when you look at that whole iterative process that I call the tornado process, because that's really what it looks like, <laughs> you know, you get dizzy and it kind of drives you mad a bit, but it's initially there's this phase where you validate the idea where the whole point is to find that sweet spot between, okay, what is it that you offer? Who do you offer? So you want the right people to jump on it. And once you've validated the idea, then you move up and you develop it and then you make things more efficient. And there's two, and then obviously if you want to scale it, if you want to really make it big, then you go and say, okay, how can I get partners to help and Mm -hmm. ads and you can really scale it up from there. But, you know, a lot of coaches don't even want to do that. And most people get themselves into trouble in two ways, right? So that, and that's pretty much my, my client base. There's these and there's those. They're the ones who are in the validation phase and think they need all this tech stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they don't get started because all this stuff is overwhelming. So they're really, the job is to say, well, wait, literally, I spoke to somebody just recently and he was like literally posted in a Facebook group he goes oh I don't know I'm what you said before like I'm buying all these programs and I'm going crazy and I'm more confused now than I was before so literally he was in that space he had an idea Mm. and now all the stuff and I'm like wait you need to connect to a potential audience well if you're validating your best bet is working with people you already know so do you know people he goes oh yeah 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 no no I've had clients I've got a mini mail list okay good do you know what you want to offer? Yeah, yeah. You know, I haven't created the videos. Well, good. <laughs> you know, so I said, do you have an outline of what it is you, you know, and the reason for somebody to sign up? Like, why would it be a good idea for these people to sign up? Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you know how to write an email? Oh, yes, of course. Right. And I'm like, well, why don't you send an email to these people and say, here, this is what I've got. Just literally what you said before. You know, look, this is what I've got in mind. What do you think? Right. <sighs> you could see him like shoulders drop. <laughs> All of a sudden, well, that's doable. I'm like, will you do it? He says, yes, I will. So will you let me know? Two days later, he messages me. He says, well, 10 people signed up, 200 a pop, 2K in the bank and counting, right? Oh, so now that's one scenario. And it doesn't always work out that there'll be a cash, you know, sort of like yeah. the cash machine. You know, sometimes you find nobody signs up. And all that means that you just haven't quite found that sweet spot yet. Mm. So you're going to have to shift, pivot, and set up a new experiment. And the other way people get themselves into trouble is when they're actually ready to develop their idea and think they get away with that same spreadsheet they used for the first handful of clients, right? Because then when you want to put this in front of more people, the same simplicity that was really helpful to get you started now bites you in the butt. Because now all of a sudden there's so much manual. I had like a client of mine, like she says, well, I, I have this program. People really love it. And I'd love to have more people, but like, I just, like, I just, just can't handle all the work. And I'm like, what were you talking about? Well, you know, every time I need to send them this stuff. And then when they pay, they, I have to check the bank account. And then I have to put them in this thing. And I have to, <laughs> ah, right? 
that should be yeah. taken care of by tools right. you know so when 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 once that's set up and now she goes oh all she has to do is do a little wiggly dance when the notification <laughs> comes in that somebody's involved and show it's up like, on the day exactly right so that's the other part to say well the people are ready to develop we basically put those systems in place one iteration at a time so mm-hmm. that's basically the process i guide them through that's awesome i love it as uh, such so great i mean how great would that be to have someone like you in your ball of course in your in your court when you're first starting <laughs> you got the ball you're ready to go and having someone like you to help you really like navigate that way. So how do you, how do we connect with you? How do we reach out to you? How do we work with you? Well, it's easy to find me tamingthetechmonster.com. So you can get a free copy of the book. And uh, there'll also be an invitation to, to a masterclass that talks you kind of through this process in a little mm-hmm. bit more, more detail. And there's a, there's a free assessment that helps you, okay, what's the next step for you? Yeah. Right. So that'll, that'll, that'll help you. It just takes a couple of minutes and it's like, okay, do this next. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I love that. the overwhelm out of it. And, um, you know, I'm on LinkedIn and my website is uncleherman.com, just like my name, but uh, tellingthetechmonster.com <laughs> is your best bet. I love it. Yeah. And that's so helpful because, you know, the technology piece is such, such a big one that's really stopped a lot of people in their tracks. I've seen so many entrepreneurs just give up because they can't figure out the dang tech stuff. And actually, you know, the technology piece for podcasting too is one of the things that it's one of the four pillars we find that's really stops a lot of really smart entrepreneurs from even launching their podcast is mm. because of the tech piece. They just can't figure out what goes first, what plugs into what and what you actually really <laughs> need. And I love how you put it. You actually really don't need any of that until you have an idea and you have a pro, a proven program and service and you're ready to roll. Yeah. Then you're ready to take it to the market. So uh, I love what you've been saying, Anka. It's really awesome. So guys, make sure you go out and check out uh, Anka and her, um, at her website and also her Taming the Tech Monster. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's a book, right? You have a book. It's a book. It's a real book. It is a real book. Yes, I love <laughs> and it. And it's got a little, like, you know, like there's a little tech monster. And so I don't know. Hang on. I don't know yeah. whether you can see him. Yeah, I can see but, that, um, yeah. it's, um, you know, because it's a, it really, he kind of expresses it all. Like what feels yeah. like a scary monster is just really a friendly little dragon that wants to play. Friendly little dragon. Yeah. It's like the friendly little ghost, like Casper, right? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, I love that so much. And it's really been great to connect with you and guys reach out, please get some help. Don't get tangled in the tech. Don't give up. And we want you to keep going. Being an entrepreneur is not as difficult as we make it be, especially if you don't have shiny object syndrome. Uh, I suffer from it over the last 10 years. It's exhausting because <laughs> you go in circles and you're my entrepreneurial route. looks like a, a, a tidal wave instead of a straight line. So, uh, and so does everyone's. And I think people need to know that because, you know, if you know it, then you just sail it, right? You don't yeah. try and control the waves of the ocean. You just learn to sail. Exactly. And if you can see all the right tools in place, oh my gosh, all the better. You save a lot of time and money and effort and goodness, you need to have someone like NK in your court. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you do. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Amplify you. See you next week. And uh, until next time, have a great week, everyone. 
Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, or review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.